I said, I was just chilling. It's been a crazy week. So today's like one of the only days that I wasn't really like, I mean, I, I was still super busy this morning. I've been up for a long time, but it's basically all done now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I, I don't know. I, I don't really know how my week got so crazy. I, I, it's, I didn't have just a ton on my calendar like Sunday evening and then the next thing I know I look up and it's just the week is chock full and I mean I could I could get off this recording right now and lie down on the futon that is about a foot and a half to my right and probably sleep until morning like I, <laughs> and for those wondering it's 2:30 in the afternoon right now <laughs> I mean, it's uh yeah, man, it's it's been a wild week, but I'm glad I'm not alone. I, you know, it's always nice. <laughs> like there's there's some weird camaraderie in hearing that someone else is having a wild week too. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm struggling. No, I'm struggling. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but it's uh, it's all good though. It's nothing that's not manageable. But oh yeah, but yeah. What, yeah. Uh, what have you been up to though? What you been? Oh listening God, to? um, just you know work driving around everywhere <laughs> listening to <laughs> listening to mostly podcasts my um mm. my wife sometimes gets a little bit of uh motion sickness in the car <laughs> oh yeah and i thought she just hated my taste in music but i i i have <laughs> i have gotten it confirmed by I'm like the rest of her family that yeah like i found out that she was that same way growing up and that that sometimes music made it worse um mm. so but i've i've been in the car with her an awful lot this week but uh that's meant listening to a lot of podcasts which is uh <laughs> Not bad, but you know, what, uh, it's, what, what it's weird. My music feels a little rusty. <laughs> <laughs> what, what shows, what podcasts were you watching? Oh, she listens to a lot of, uh, murdery ones, mm. <laughs> and, um, you know, Classic. so yeah, we, like we listen to sorted scale and, uh, I don't know. There's another one that she likes and. I like him good too. I I like I like the sword and scale guy. I think he's out of Houston. And even though you know I have I have the natural distaste for Houston that all native Dallas people have, uh, I, I do like sword and scale, and I do like their hosts. Shout out to Mike Boudet if you're listening. You you do a great job. <laughs> That's funny, man. Yeah. What about uh, you? What have you been up to? Uh, well, it's like normal work. Uh, but you know, just recording interviews for this show. Um did one yesterday in downtown um and then uh yeah man just you know reaching out uh trying to make content get it scheduled so i don't you know i'm just trying to build better plans different plans um you know different templates for the show so like when i want to make things it's it's quicker um for like the video stuff i guess particularly um but honestly yeah like i i haven't been listening to normally i'm a I mean, I, I listen to primarily music, but like I definitely mix in a podcast like throughout the week. But now that you say it, like I, I actually haven't been doing that. I haven't been listening to many of them. Um, <laughs> well, I guess the most recent one I think I listened to was the uh, uh, Black Keys on Joe Rogan. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> um, just because why not? And I, and I had been listening to um, the It's Always Sunny podcast, but they, they, they now they started to do it through web chat. And you can kind of tell that like their mojo is a little off because like 
you know, like, I don't know. It's just, it's just a bit odd. Um, but yeah, because <laughs> I was really you can on that, you but. can just picture that coming up and saying the gang loses their mojo and then playing. I'm sure. I'm sure by now they've noticed or like talked shit about it in some way. <laughs> like, oh yeah, I'm sure people are loving this. <laughs> but it was like you know, all three of them are like busy with other projects, so <laughs> they're always everywhere. So yeah. But anyways, but um. I listen to like Quest Loves podcast pretty regularly, but um, but yeah, it's been a little bit. I guess because I've been I've been working on a lot of music. I guess that's what I've been up to, like my own music, like practicing stuff. Um, yeah, just 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 a lot of practice, a lot of um, replaying things, you know, that I I thought I liked, but think it could be better because I don't know. That's what the process is: is just obsessing, you know, yeah, just, like really trying to like <laughs> look at things and be like. Mm, that could be better than sharing it with somebody like, what do you think about that part? Like, no, oh, I think that's good. I'm like, all right, I'll leave it for now. You know, and just, <laughs> but just always like prodding and thinking, but yeah. And I, I just downloaded this, um, I think it's called, Oh man, I'm forgetting what it's called. Um, it's, it's, uh, I think it's Spitfire audio or something like that. Audio labs. It's like this free thing where it's like these, um, uh, instruments that you can put into like a programmable, like controller, like uh you know 61 key keyboard or whatever or uh, any any of them uh and then like you can play like any instrument and so i've been i mean i just got that so i've been trying to practice on that um because it has like or you know orchestra stuff that's been recorded on tape so it sounds like really high quality and crazy um right. and uh yeah there's just a bunch of really interesting sound effects on there um and then i also found out that kia i think it's kia because I haven't downloaded it yet, but Kia, I think, has a as sound like a hi-fi like sound like uh, program you can download. Like it's the same thing. Like they took like a, a high-quality recordings of like the Amazon rainforest and of the wind these wind tunnels between the mountains and the Netherlands and like all these crazy like you know like epic sounding like <laughs> environmental <laughs> sounds, and they captured them and then like you can like mess with them and download them like for free it's crazy um <laughs> so i've also been trying to think of like how to incorporate some of that because it's just this is awesome <laughs> yeah. sorry just thinking about some dj like remixing the wind coming off the swiss alps or something is really funny <laughs> to me <laughs> well i mean they're great you know intro stuff and background but yeah i don't know i'm trying to figure out how to make it all work but yeah, and I actually just started to put some stuff up back again, um, get trying to get consistent again. I'm putting stuff on my SoundCloud or just little ideas I have and stuff like that. Because I have this little beat machine, this little Korg synth beat maker. And like, I always knew how to program it really simple stuff. Um, and uh, like, I don't know, I, 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 you know, I was as good at it as I put the time into it. And, and this last week, like my wife was out of town uh, like for like a day and a half and like, yeah, I was like cleaning and, and like practicing music, but then there was this moment where I was like, you know what? I'm going to learn that thing. I'm going to learn that damn thing. I'm going to get <laughs> way better at this thing because I'm tired of like always just going like boom, boom, ka -ka, boom, boom, ka -ka. like just like the same like little like boom bap shit that I always do. I want to be more aware of what I'm doing <laughs> and to be able to complicate it. And so, yeah, I just watched like a ton of tutorials for a long time and like, yeah, now I can like stack it and like I can put like all these little beats in the same time, like in different memory, like, you know, programmed buttons and like stack them like and it's crazy so yeah i like i just did one of those um and played over it the other day 
but yeah, and so now I'm trying to make music that way, which I haven't haven't done. Like make a click track that's like that. I don't know. But yeah, that's what I've been up to. A lot of music stuff. Nice. Always. <laughs> yeah, I heard um I heard uh Harry Nilsson's version of You Can't Do That, the Beatles song. Oh yeah. And I, I don't know if you've ever listened to it. It's actually like a mm-hmm. mashup of many, many Beatles songs. Um, oh, really? Yeah, it's really cool. If, if if you haven't heard it or if anyone listening hadn't heard it, I encourage you to listen to it. It's it, it's called You Can't Do That. It's Harry Nilsson. Hmm. Um, and Harry Nilsson and, and John Lennon were very good friends. So, I mean, it's not surprising right. that, that they had done that. But um, it got me thinking. I was like, you know, I've never... Because I, I do like that Beatles song, right? I mean, it, it's, it's one That's I like a lot. Hard, hard days night right yeah i think so um but i uh yeah i was like oh you know what i'm gonna figure out if i can play that so i looked up the chords and uh you know very very typical lennon mccartney chord progression where it's a bunch of sevenths so it's like a g7 c7 d7 progression mm. <laughs> but, um but yeah, it's pretty fun. So I've I've been working on that all week and I've I'm I'm trying to like I've got an acoustic track recorded um and I'm working on a bass track right now. Right. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna try and put it all together. Our our mutual friend Brad is coming over this weekend. I think he got a drum kit or something. So I think <laughs> Oh nice. <laughs> I'm, I may see if, if Brad can play the role of Richard Starkey. Um <laughs> but, but we'll see. <laughs> nice yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah that's you know that's it's you know i think i mentioned last time when we got back from vacation a couple of weeks ago hmm. you know spending like a week straight in salt water had like eroded some of the calluses off my <laughs> off my <laughs> left hand <laughs> in the the first couple of days i went back to playing after we got back from vacation it was almost like starting from scratch because i'd like get finished playing and my fingers would hurt and Oh, just man. smell like yeah. metal shavings. And- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's the worst, man. When it, yeah, when it hurts. Yeah, yeah, it hasn't hurt like in a, in a long time. But like, because like I last year I started getting the habit of basically only playing on my acoustic, and it has like a slightly higher action too. So you have to really like make contact. And um, but it's because like my my teacher at the time he was just like that's always what he told me to play on he's like you need you know it's like it's like uh weight training or strength training whatever it's like you put yourself on that and then when you play the electric guitar it's like butter it's just like it's just like man it's true (laughs) like it's amazing um because i was just always like i just had that dumb mindset that ego thing where i was like oh well i i've seen people like be so fast like on the electric like i just had to get faster you know just keep trying to be faster and then like just muscle memory and just really keep at it you know practice practice but then yeah but adding an element of like strength training to it. And I was like, Oh, duh. I always figured yeah. like, you know, it'd be great that, you know, make your fingers stronger, but to put it on a harder to play guitar, I was like, Oh man, it's just so stupid. Or like playing like a 12 string guitar, man. It's like, yeah. Like <laughs> in your ear on the, and making sure it's in tune. Cause it can be like out of tune so quick. And then also just double the strings. <laughs> you know, it's intense. Yeah. No, but, it's, I, I I told my wife I'm not going to have a 12 string until I can afford a guitar tech to tune it every day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and yeah. That's, I, I have an Epiphone Texan, and it's, I mean, it's it's a good guitar, um, but it, it needs a new nut or something because the the action is a is a little high, and that's I mean that's all it is, and mm-hmm. I mean it's, 
I've had the guitar for a long time and, and it's basically what I learned to do bar chords on. And I can, like, I was having mm. flashbacks to like, you know, to you take your hand out and the, the side of your index finger just looks like an onion sl- or an egg slicer. <laughs> and <they're taken laughs> to it. Um, but it is kind of funny. So it's, uh, but yeah, it, it is fun though. I mean, you do that and, and you kind of, you regain some of that strength and those calluses and then you plug in the telecaster and you're like, Oh my God, this is so much easier. <laughs> yeah <laughs> i can play this like super fast this is great like <laughs> yeah because because like yeah because the advice that he gave me um and who knows maybe i took it a little too extreme but like yeah i didn't touch my electric for like a long time i was just like all right yeah i'm just gonna practice a lot i'm gonna use this thing i'm like oh man this sucks but like and then when i started to feel like this sounding really good or like getting better then i turned it on and then i was like oh wow okay yeah this is awesome but yeah no <laughs> yeah i mean it's the same thing with like drumsticks like i've found like these like heavier like i think they're maple or like whatever and like they're heavier and so like when i'm moving and like my buddy has like acrylic ones that are like really intense and like i do not like the tone at all but they're so heavy that like when i'm like playing with them and like i get the time and the rhythm down i'm like oh okay yeah this is cool this is cool and then i'll switch to the other one and then i'm just like oh man this is like it's like man it's like twice it's just amazing i love it but yeah i've definitely been doing that a lot more like exercise you know a different form of practice i guess right (laughs) but um but yeah besides that like you know always just listening to music i've been uh on a buffalo springfield kick lately for some reason i don't know where that came from oh hey yeah i also wanted to mention this man um like right before we got on dude i saw that alan white passed away uh 72 the drummer he he drummed on a few songs on all things must pass but he was on imagine and instant karma and stuff with the plastic ono band wow crazy i saw uh i saw ray liotta died yeah yeah Uh, man which is a bummer i get he was in those commercials for chantix so i'm assuming it was like lung cancer or something but i haven't actually uh Hmm. seen but yeah i was i was bummed Love Goodfellas, yeah. love Field of Dreams, Crazy. Blow's a good movie. Well, <laughs> well, me and my dad always, yeah, I, I dude, I love Ace of Spades. You ever see that movie with Chris Pine and? Um, no, I haven't. Ben Affleck, what, dude? That's a crazy movie. It was one of those movies that was kind of like crapped on by the critics because it was like, what is the story? Like, because it is kind of like all over the place, and it has like a, a huge like cast of all these different people. It even has like common and alicia keys in it and like they're playing like assassins <laughs> um and uh there's so many people in that movie but it's uh um, it's really good it's a it's very intense but it's a it's a fun watch it has andy garcia in it um <laughs> but yeah oh, andy, um, andy great garcia. movie but yeah crazy man old rain but anyways yeah i've been listening to a lot of um um what did I just say? Uh, uh, Buffalo Springfield. And um, also, I, I've been listening to that 50th anniversary of uh, What's Going On. And I, I think it came out last year. But um, Oh, yeah. It's just, man, I just love the little alternate versions that, that they do. Um, yeah. And then there's this guy, Vegan, I've been listening to. V-E-G-Y-N. Uh, he's got this album called Don't, Don't Follow Me, I'm Lost Too. That's really interesting like electronic but it's like man it's it's cool i love it i've been i've been like playing to it and stuff that and like sounds... man i trust that's like always what i listen to when i'm working <laughs> oh yeah 
Don't Follow Me, I'm Lost Too sounds either like it would have come from a Lewis Carroll story or that you would find it graffitied on the side of a building in Austin. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not not knocking it. It's a it's a great phrase. Um, Yeah. But it it has a it has a similar vibe to like not all those who wander are lost. lost. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And it's 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 like one of those things that's really cool. And then like I could just see everyone and their mom getting a tattoo that says, uh, don't follow me. I'm lost, too. And then it's going to lose some of that meeting. (laughs) Meaning, you know, Uh, yeah. But yeah, or kind of like, if you stand for nothing, you'll fall for anything. That's another one that, that like had its moment in the stun. <laughs> yeah. Well, at least this one, the work is good too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, yeah, and I, I don't want anyone thinking I'm, I'm knocking the concept or anything because I'm not. I, that's a, I mean, it's a, it is a great phrase. I, I love the phrase. Um, and I hope it stays, um, you know, I hope it stays authentic. I, I, you really just have to worry about like, uh, girls in sororities getting a hold of it, you know, <laughs> like once, once someone at the Chi Omega house finds out that, <laughs> that that exists, <laughs> then everyone at Chi Omega is going to have a tattoo poster or picture or something that says, don't follow me. I'm lost too. <laughs> Yeah. It'll that'll be the centerpiece at the spring semi formal. Uh. <laughs> oh man! Well, you want to get into our topic today? <laughs> yeah, I suppose we should. Otherwise, I'm going to start telling stories about semi formals I've been to. <laughs> <laughs> Let me divert you away from. That. Yeah, good call. Uh, <laughs> those are not fun stories. Uh. <laughs> Well, yeah, yeah, man, shuffle roulette. I'm excited. Yeah, keeping it simple today, um, oh, yeah. or easy. Who knows how simple it'll be? Uh, <laughs> do you, do you want to start? Yeah, I'll start. Okay. Uh, okay. I got uh, whoops, blue eyed angel by Pearl Charles. Um, the album is called sleepless dreamer, which kind of is another one of those phrases that I could see getting out of hand. Um, (laughs) so, uh, that's, that's funny that that came up. Pearl Charles. I am very new to Pearl Charles. Um, she is, she's, yeah, she's out of LA. Um, her music kind of sounds like someone took like mid sixties psychedelic rock and then like late seventies steel guitar country and made a band out of it. Um, it's a really, really cool sound, uh, just a little bit twangy, but also kind of psychedelic. Um, I really don't know too much about her. Um, this was, a I had had our, our, um, Amazon echo thing. Cause that's, that's how mm. I will listen to music on the weekends yeah. and I'll just say, you know, so-and-so play whatever. Right. And uh, I said, play music by the Bastards of Soul and similar artists. And she came up, which I'm not really sure how she ended up in that particular algorithm, but I was very glad to hear it. And uh, that started cool. listening and, and her albums on on iTunes were cheap. And I'm still the kind of guy who buys music like that. So, um, yeah, but yeah, it's it's pretty cool. I'm still learning about her, but but. Um, she's got two albums. I've listened to them both. I, th- I think she's only got two albums. I've listened to two albums 
and they're both really, really, really good. And, and just kind of, you know, it's, it's not the most difficult music in the world to listen to. And I don't know that it has the depth of some more whatever, uh, <laughs> pompous <laughs> artist, but man, it's, it's just good music. It's a cool sound. It's, it's yeah. great to have on while you're, you know, it's, it's good to devote all your concentration to, but it's also good to have on while you're drinking a beer and having a conversation. So, yeah, cool. But yeah, I would encourage yeah. anyone to listen to Pearl Charles. Cool. Yeah. I'll check her out. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. Uh, let's see what kind of stuff I get thrown at me. Oh, hey, <laughs> what are the chances? I got, it's the live version and it's just Neil Young, but it's Expecting the Fly, uh, which is actually off of the the Buffalo Springfield album I was just listening to like <laughs> 10 minutes ago, um, which is Buffalo Springfield again, which is one of my favorite like 60s rock albums. It's just such a great like early psych rock because, you know, it came out like uh, like six months, I think, six months after Sgt. Pepper. So you had Stephen Stills and uh, Neil Young and and company just, you know, obsessing over that and watching, you know, the emerging scene of the psychedelic, you know, themes and stuff come through and all the, the production work. And um, I think they talk about it in that Echo in the Canyon documentary that like, yeah, this is also like the the album where they were very much inspired by that. But they're also inspired by the Beatles, like over not overproducing but just putting a lot of time into the production and right and that was when neil and steven got like really involved into that and not just like coming up with the main part um and yeah this is like an epic album but that song expecting the fly is epic it's a that's a beautiful song um i also love the cover of it on the soundtrack from echo of the canyon with jacob dylan yeah. and um oh man who is it? Who is I for, it? I forget who sings that one with him. If it's if it's uh, like Regina Spector or whoever it is. Yeah, I want to see that. That's who I was thinking. It's uh, yeah, it is. Nailed it. <laughs> I saw Regina Spector at ACL one year, and between every song, she kept just going, "Holy shit! Thank you so much." <laughs> <laughs> She put on a great show. Like, I, I mean, and I, and I really, I'm pro Regina Spector. It's one of the few artists that both my wife and I really like. Uh, and, uh, but yeah, it was, it was kind of funny. It's just every song. Holy shit. Thank you so much. <laughs> That's hilarious. But yeah. But yeah. It was, that was her. Yeah. Finally. So I got to come up. I saw the R and I was like, yeah, I think it is Regina Spector, but now it popped up. Yeah. It was her. But yeah, that's a that's a epic version. But either either one of them super cool. I love expecting to fly. That's yeah, man, that's an epic, that's one of my favorite Neil Young like songs. Like I know he pinned it, and in fact, I think this is the one that still says that Neil didn't want anyone from Buffalo Springfield to touch. Like they were they were starting to break. They were starting to break up a little bit, and this was like Neil's little like opus you know he's like uh -uh. <laughs> this is too good i'm not putting all your names on this <laughs> and so he mainly did that track himself and uh man it's just it's epic it's beautiful love that one that's a, that isn't that funny that's almost like the opposite of what happened to george harrison 
Like I think George Harrison would have been perfectly happy recording most of all things must pass with the Beatles. With the Beatles, yeah. But right. it's just they, they didn't give him the respect in hindsight, you know, that that he deserved. And so then he goes yeah. out and makes this absolutely stunningly beautiful and awesome album. <laughs> Meanwhile, Neil Young was like, No, you dickheads, this is mine. It's perfect. I don't want you <laughs> touching it. <laughs> Get off. <laughs> <laughs> wow meanwhile george's stuff was just called run of the mill <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay hey but either way you got a great result so you know yeah, yeah. Uh, at least i got out you know there's a lot of proves there's more on hard drives and tape that we don't know of <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's the old uh more than one way to skin a cat kind of approach to music <laughs> i suppose yeah um okay here we go all right. I got uh, Hey 19 by Steely Dan from the album Gaucho, uh, which is my favorite Steely Dan album because uh, it has Babylon Sisters on it. Hey 19, great album, 1980, or uh, Gaucho, 1980. Hey 19 is on it. Hey 19 is kind of a funny little tongue-in-cheek uh you kids get off my lawn kind of song, really. <laughs> um, you know, Hey 19, that's Aretha Franklin. She don't remember the queen of soul. It's like, how, how young are you that you don't remember the queen of soul, you know? <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it's a good song. It's, it's typical kind of Steely Dan humor. Um, and it, mm. it, it seems like they always had one or two songs on every album that had a little bit of that kind of tongue in cheek thing on it. Um, yeah. The funniest part of this for me personally um, is that it's called Hey 19. It came out in 1980. And in 1980, my dad would have been 19 years old. And um, <laughs> so it is kind of funny because I always like trying to think back to my like freshly graduated from high school dad and whether <laughs> whether he knew who Aretha Franklin was. <laughs> Although I'm sure he did. My my his his mom, my grandma, she she liked a lot of Motown and soul music. So I'm sure <laughs> I'm sure he knew Aretha Franklin way back when. But um that's funny. Yeah, that's that's a good song. I don't know, uh, and I'm sure I've mentioned this before on the show, but um, Steely Dan is one of those bands that I like more, like as I get older. Yeah, and um, I didn't when I, I was I in college. <laughs> yeah, and it, when I was in college, I would see these guys in their 40s and 50s, like freaking rocking out to steely dan like listening yeah, to Reel in the years and like it yeah yeah and, I'm, and i was always kind of like god what are you freaking lamos what are you doing this doesn't even like rock that hard then the older i get i'm like god dang man steely dan's pretty damn good yeah. well see that's i feel like that's what's happened with me and neil young like i feel like when i was a teenager i was like man this is like I mean, I get it. It's nice. Like it is like music, you know. <laughs> but then, like as I've gotten older, I'm like, man, yeah, that, that's music right there. It's like, <laughs> yeah. I, uh, uh. I I had a friend whose dad, whenever he didn't like music, it, you know, it would come on the radio or whatever. Mm -hmm. He would be like, "Oh, who is this?" And you'd say, "Steely Dan." And he goes, "Well, that sure is on the radio." And that was like his non-committal. <laughs> Like, well, it's on the radio. Like, yeah, I know. Well, that's how we're. Oh, you just don't like it, and that's you just don't want to say anything that negative. Got it. <laughs> well, I guess they're getting money. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh man. 
All right, let's see what I get next. Oh, whoops, I hit it twice. Okay, I'll go back. I'll be honest. Um, I got um, Telegraph uh, Avenue um, or Oakland by Lloyd by uh, Childish Gambino off of Because the Internet. This is a cool song because it's kind of like a concept kind of thing because like it starts off and you can hear him like getting in the car and turning on the car and uh and then the radio comes on it's talking about another artist but then it's him you know through the radio and then he busts through uh or the full song like comes through and man that's a great song that's a it's a great song to drive through i always, when i was i mean i still love to drive through it but i used to always love i mean the whole album is amazing <laughs> but man this is it's just got some clever lines man and you know ludwig's production is just always ridiculous and man yeah it, it, that's a that's a tremendous song it's like kind of like ethereal but like you know just like high quality like hip-hop <laughs> like it's just got i mean it's just i don't know you could say that about the whole album <laughs> but yeah it's i love the word good. ethereal so i'm all for it <laughs> <laughs> yeah because it just has like this like oohs and ahs like in the background that are like panning and like real you know hazy it's just yeah it's a beautiful yeah. that's a beautiful song man <laughs> oh yeah man yeah i need to i need to get more into gambino i i know we've talked about this too but it's like i i like donald glover i like everything mm-hmm. i've ever seen associated with him and i like the gambino songs that i hear i just i, I haven't gone out and sought it as much as i should uh I'm, yeah dude so, I mean, like his yeah. last one, the one like without a cover art album or a cover art, whatever. Um, that that one's a little mixed for me, but I'm pretty sure he produced most of that. If I'm, I, I might be lying, but I feel like I, that's what I read about it. But I just, I don't know. That most of it clicked with me. But that was, a, I, I need to take another listen, maybe take another round around the block. But, um, but all the other ones, man, I think are just like they're just untouchable like they're just like through and through they're just so damn good and and honestly it's it's like ludwig man that dude's a genius like musically like he just he just delivers every single time and it's just like sonically satisfying it's like you know i don't know it's just always amazing man it's like whatever he comes up with doesn't matter (laughs) (laughs) like you know and he's, he's scoring movies now you know and it's just like or he's been doing it and it's just it's phenomenal like yeah he's just so consistent it's amazing and then like yeah and then you know gambino or you know glover very very clever writer you know always has been and uh yeah it's just what a pairing man it's amazing super good yeah i i always appreciate good wordplay you know and it seems like donald glover is very good at that oh yeah (laughs) tremendous man yeah he's awesome at it man I, I can barely do like basic four function math, but boy, do I love some good wordplay. Um, <laughs> if, if every like math word problem had had puns in it when I was growing up, I'd probably be like an actuary or a rocket scientist or something by now. But yeah, <laughs> unfortunately, if it <laughs> once you start throwing letters in there, I'm out. Um, <laughs> these numbers are imaginary now <laughs> <laughs> what do you yeah. mean <laughs> how can it be irrational I feel like I'm the only one being rational in this whole thing um, <laughs> oh man I also hated trigonometry because I 
and geometry because I'm like, how freaking important can triangles possibly be to the world? And I understand <laughs> that somewhere there's an engineer about to like have an aneurysm because he's going triangles are the basis yeah. of everything. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I just I never I never was. But English <laughs> and history. Oh, yeah, I'm all about it. Um, but that's why I'm a lawyer, not an accountant. So um, <laughs> that and I'm more fun at parties. Um, OK, <laughs> sorry to all the accountants out there. Um, okay, I got Como Me Quieres by Krungbin, Ooh, nice. um, which I still owe you very greatly for introducing me to Krungbin, um, <laughs> because that is, man, that is some good stuff. Uh, Como Me Quieres, uh, if my Spanish serves me correctly, means how do you want me? Um, which, you know, is kind of a tantalizing thing, but this is, you know, it's a typical Krungbin just easy to listen to um great kind of chill or chill wave music and i, I mean it's just yeah. yeah i mean you you know this already of course but you know krungbin is just everything that i have heard by krungbin has been perfect and i mean <laughs> as far as I, you know i i i have i think all of their their albums maybe not the ones with leon bridges but Mm-hmm. Um, I, I have all of the Krungbin albums and uh, there's not a single bad track among them. I mean, it's just, yeah. and you know, I don't know if it's going to win any awards or anything like that, but it is just so well made and so well executed. Um, well, they're, they're very proficient and they can just, yeah. like, you know, like they know what their style is. They know how to switch it up, but stay in like kind of a similar vibe and then just execute, you know, just keep pumping it out. It doesn't have to yeah. be hyper crazy, you know, it doesn't need to change the world, but it just needs to fit, you know, a groove and just sound good to you, you know, and I, and I think they, that trio, man, and I think they just have it down. They know how to communicate and, you know, just really facilitate that, that, that need, you know, to just pump out something new and they probably are just not stopping and, and they're finding, you know, the best of the best after all these different sessions of just constantly trying, just trying different stuff. And, uh, I mean, that, you know, whenever you have a, a group that's super tight, I mean, man, as long as they stay at it, man, I mean, you could, they can really evolve and, and, and I don't know, you're just, you're staying, you're staying calibrated, you know? I mean, like if you're really like taking it seriously and you're all three locked in and like they, they've been very consistent too, you know? And, oh, for um, sure. Yeah. And, and they're, they're getting a lot of, um attention it's a, it's amazing dude i heard him um they were playing him in target the other day i was like hell yeah <laughs> <laughs> really yeah man dude. i was well, like you know what though that makes me feel good because work, most man. of the time if i go into target and i like the music that they're playing it's probably because it's very old music and <laughs> I, you know some someone said once that you're not old until you go to the grocery store and really enjoy the music they're playing and uh, yes yeah (laughs) yeah and and so that makes me happy because normally if i'm in target uh, you know it's because they're playing some you know older whatever so i'm I'm glad target is getting with the times for one thing just one more way that target is just an incredible incredible place (laughs) (laughs) a place where all my money goes um Oh man. Yeah. Like, like most, um, basic bitches in the world. Um, my <laughs> wife and I, yeah, it's, it is, run. <laughs> oh yeah. 
man, there is yeah. nothing more like domestically satisfactory than being like, come on, honey, let's go to Target. You know, <laughs> it's dangerous. Though. You got to make the list. If, if you don't have a list, yeah. you're going to oh, you're going to yeah. spend like five or six hundred yeah. bucks. <laughs> yeah, I actually just got I just got this Led Zeppelin, this purple, this purple Led Zeppelin concert T-shirt from there. Because nice. I was not as planned, expecting that, <laughs> but then I saw it and I was like, "Oh, <laughs> yeah." I would I'll say put this right next to my potatoes, and <laughs> yeah, I I would say that historically, less than twenty percent of my purchases at Target have been what I went into Target to get. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, I'll warm in and I'll be like, "Yeah, I just need some deodorant and some toothpaste." And I walk out with like a Jimmy Couple Buffett CD and cutlery yeah. sets and like a video game and a book and some t shirts <laughs> like, <laughs> like that, that is the one we, we almost have to have like a pep talk like my wife and, and me you know we have to like in the in the parking lot we have to like pump ourselves up and like okay we're gonna go in there we're gonna get exactly on the what's on the list maybe a couple extra things because that's just the way target is but we are cutting it off at two extra things <laughs> We're here for one plant. <laughs> yeah. one, we're only getting we, one we bag of individually wrapped dollars in cash. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we brought twenty dollars in cash, no cards. There's no breaking out. <laughs> Severe financial discipline. <laughs> we don't even need this plant. That's why. That's why we have to share it. Oh, now, oh now at home is turning into a place like that, which used to be uh, <laughs> called Garden Ridge, I think, way back in the day. But yeah, that's yeah. that's turning into another one of those places where we kind of have to be like, all right, let's not screw <laughs> this up. We know what we need. Let's just get, get in and get out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like if anyone heard us preparing to go into at home, they would think that we're about to rob it because it's like, all right, we go in there, we get what we need. I'm going to keep the car running. I'm going to pull around. <laughs> Yeah, and Keep someone's the like, like, calling the police. Like, yeah, they do. There's, there's a couple of guys like planning a robbery. And in reality, it's just like put blinders on so you can go get the exact like planter that you want so you can get out of there. <laughs> oh my god, that's hilarious! Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> like, anyway, welcome like to domestic talking. marital bliss mythology with Sam and Ben. All right, is it, it's oh, my man. turn, right? Oh, yeah, because you just <laughs> Yeah, because I somehow managed to turn Krungman into a long-winded story <laughs> Target about Target and Garden Ridge. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, my next one is one of my favorite uh, Beatles deep tracks, actually. It's a uh, Hey Bulldog off of the oh, yeah. uh, Yellow Submarine soundtrack. Man, I love that song. Like, I just love the root, you know, structure of it. Just the dun 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 dun. Like, man, it's just like I remember being a kid and hearing it for the first time. Be like, oh yeah, this song is like, this is a shit. You know, it's like, <laughs> like yeah. I remember, I remember like um, we didn't have like an album or anything with it on it. You know, because it was only on like the movie soundtrack. And like my dad eventually was able to, uh, I think, rent it or whatever from the, our library. I remember being very like frustrated by that. I remember being a little kid and being like, I love that song. I'm like, dad, do you have that song? He's like, actually I, I have all the other songs. I, I don't know where you find that song. Like at the time, you know, there wasn't streaming or anything. So he's like, I guess it would be on a CD. He's like, or some kind of record. And I'm like, Oh, Oh man. Like, you know, I was just like, I was like, that song was like the shit. Like, you know, it's like, I was like, so like into it, you know, cause I was like that. I just, I, I mean, I think I'm like that in general. Like if I love something, I love it hard. And like, yeah, especially with music, man. It's like, especially when I was a kid, there was just no hold bars. I was just like, 
that song was amazing. Dad, where is that song? What is that song? You know, <laughs> it's hilarious because I feel like my nephews, man, they're kind of the same. They're built the same way. Like when they hear like a song or like I'm playing a song on the guitar or I put a record on or whatever and they're like, Uncle Russell, like, what is that? And I'm like, oh, this is the, you know, it's this guy. And like, this is, this is the name of the song. And I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they just get so like into it. They just channel it so, so hard. And uh, yeah, this song, man, I just got so into it. And it's a funny song. You know, there's a lot of character of the Beatles reflected in that song because they're just having Oh, for fun. sure. Um, yeah. There's also an epic little video. They made like a music video for it, but it was kind of a casual music video of this, them just in the studio. Have you ever seen that? No, I haven't. Yeah, yeah. I'm it's really glad cool. I have a browser open in this other screen. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know how, I don't know if it's the full song even, but it's just like, it's like Mutton Chop John Lennon. <laughs> oh, know, yeah. He still got him like real thick, real crazy. And then, yeah, they're just like in the studio, just like messing around and like putting the song together. But it's, oh, cool. yeah. Okay. Three minutes, 19 seconds. I, that oh, might yeah, be so the, whole thing. the whole thing. Yeah. Man, those are but some yeah, man. gnarly mutton chops. <laughs> oh man wow uh yeah i don't even know what to th i mean if he had a cowboy hat on he would look like the like deputy sheriff of dodge city or something <laughs> man dude. isn't that crazy Yikes. though yeah it's but dude I, I love that song so much man uh, i i love the way it's written um i love the chorus man that you you can talk to me you can talk to me if you're lonely you can talk to me man i just love that oh yeah. this is a fantastic song man i love that song um like, that's one of those songs man like and that's why it's in this this i mean it has like five thousand songs on this playlist of mine that i'm shuffling but like <laughs> it's one of those songs that if it comes on i'm not gonna skip it like it's just like oh hell yeah it's like Whoo. oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> I'm, by the way, I'm glad you mentioned go to the library. That is something, and, and like, I'm not trying to be a geezer or saying that I'm better. And I like, I'm just trying to head that off because every <laughs> generation is going to have things that they think the next generation is missing out on. And they're all mm -hmm. right to some extent, right? But sure. something that children today will never understand is how great it was to go to your local library, check out a CD take it home and immediately burn it onto your computer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then yeah. return and it to the library. Dude. And if you had a good library, like, like Dung Dunganville, where I'm from, where I grew up, like they, that city actually really invests in education and the library. And it fucking shows, um, like it, it was amazing. Uh, I just want to shout out to Dunganville. Um, and then Irving too. Irving is the shit. Um, but, the, um, the public library, not the city. I mean, the city's great too, but the library's <laughs> awesome. Um, city, but, like, but the library's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> no, but but the the man, I I just yeah, I remember being like that. I remember like like being in those positions in life where like my dude, it was like 2008, like where like my parents like were struggling, you know, like I think my mom had lost her job or something, and 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 it was rough, and like yeah, it's like. My dad would go to the library. We'd go to the library all the time, man. And it was just such a resource and just such a a, a beautiful thing, man. Because like I, I I didn't miss out, you know. Like I I felt like 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 what I just explained, being a kid and being like, where's this song? Do we have that song? And there's not streaming or like YouTube yet. Um, and he's like, no, you know. I'm like, oh dang. Well, I guess I missed it. You know, I guess I don't have that. But like, man, to be able to go to the library and like what you said, yeah, like get the Beatles albums and like listen to all of them, like 
full thing and new stuff. You know, if you're fortunate, there's a library that isn't, you know, that has funding. It's like you, they'll cycle the stuff out. They'll have sales to sell the older stuff and generate revenue and then get newer things. Dude, some libraries even have like video games and shit. It's insane. But like, oh, yeah. But music I, now I is can, When I was, and I'm, I'm a few years older than you. Um, mm-hmm. Which it normally doesn't make that much of a difference, but here it might. Uh, <laughs> I can remember when I had just started high school, which would mm-hmm. have been 2003, um, the Rockwall Library still had like Sega Genesis and N64 games oh, that man. you could check out. Nice. Dang. And uh, so, yeah, you could go get like Sonic 2 or GoldenEye or whatever you wanted. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> that's awesome. You know, yeah, and if you went to Blockbuster and did it, it was like $7 or whatever for a couple of days, but you go to the library and it was like a nickel or something like yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, I think, and you you, just I had think to they be... gave you money to check it out or something. I don't know, but um, <laughs> yeah, and the, the Rockwell Library was was really well stocked. I, I think that at some point they must have gotten an audio audio file in there because when I was much younger, the only music that they had to check out, that they had to check out was like, mostly classical you know you could go get a tape mm-hmm. of like the yeah you know the dallas symphony orchestra or whatever doing a beethoven whatever yeah. um but yeah when i got into middle school and high school um yeah someone was like hey have you ever heard of this new thing called rock and or roll and they started like stalking <laughs> popular music and you know and it, it started off like it, it got better it started out with like just elvis and little richard and then you know, then they expanded and they're like, oh, man, Led Zeppelin, this is pretty heavy for the library. Don't listen to it in here. It'll violate the noise thing. But <laughs> yeah, they yeah. went in chronological order. They're yeah. like, no, no, no. Yeah. We're, we're not going to add anything new. No, no, we're we're still in the 1900s. So we're going to go decade. <laughs> every year we'll go decade by decade. So in yeah. 10 years, we'll be current. Just give us give us some time. <laughs> yeah, they started in the 1780s with Mozart and then just moved up decade <laughs> by decade. I think they're somewhere in the early 80s right now. <laughs> like, you, can, you can go find like Frontiers by Journey. That's the newest album they have. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and they have like a big release poster. <laughs> just in. <laughs> oh, guys, have you heard of this? Is this Steve Perry? Um, man. Yeah, so... Kids, go to your local library. Um, yeah, support your library. <laughs> yeah. Um, so your turn? <laughs> all right, so it's me, I think. Uh, yeah. Okay, so I got, I don't know why this is not showing it. Yeah, well, I got Say You Will by Marcus King. Um, you ever listen to Marcus mm. King? No. Yeah, so Marcus King is kind of a, I don't know, I, I guess kind of rock and blues. He's got a little bit of country to him. Um, he's kind of this slightly overweight, long-haired dude who has who wears a cowboy hat and absolutely freaking shreds on the guitar. Um, good bluesy voice. Uh, that album, which I've already forgotten the name of, um, El Dorado. I don't know how I managed to forget that. Um, it's a good album. It came out a couple years ago, 2019, 2020, somewhere in there. And um, 
uh, yeah, it's good. It's, it's kind of funny. I had two different people on the exact same day text me and asked if I had ever heard of this Marcus King guy. And this, this was probably like a year and a half ago. And, Mm. um, yeah. And and actually it was pretty funny. It was one friend who currently lives in Connecticut and one friend who currently lives in San Diego. So it was like, you know, they texted me within like half an hour of each other, but there was like a three hour time difference between them, which I thought was funny, but, um, yeah, it's, uh, I mean, it's good music. It's, it's just kind of bluesy rock and roll. I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's fun to listen to. It does have some pretty significant country flair at times. If you're into that, um, it is absolutely perfect. Like summer hanging out by the lake or, or like, you know, grilling out in the backyard, having a few beers, having some people over. Yeah. I mean, it is just perfect music for that. Um, Nice. I would like to see him in concert. He's he's one of those guys that I have heard puts on an absolutely incredible show. And, um, you know, I, I, I just, I, you know, like you, I always appreciate anyone who can put on a good show, whether or not I normally would like their music. Um, you know, it's it's uh, it's just cool. But, yeah, Marcus King, um, Say You Will from the album El Dorado. Which yeah. I'm gonna check my phone. Does say 2020. So yeah, how about that? <laughs> yeah, I'm checking them out right now. Huh? Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I'll need to get this guy a listen. Yeah, long blonde hair, like yeah. golden yeah. blonde, Goldilocks kind of hair. Oh, you know what? I've seen this guy. I've seen this dude. He was in, there was a commercial or, or something um, right, right when COVID started. Um, and I think it was people singing The Weight, you know, that song by the band, um, yeah, Pulled Into yeah. Nazareth, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, there was this it. video that went around that was like all of these different artists playing that. Um and Marcus King was one of the guys, but like Ringo Starr was involved, and that might that might be what I'm thinking of. Actually, yeah, it was pretty popular, and it yeah, seems yeah, like yeah, uh, yeah. yeah that, maybe like Kurt Vile or Courtney Barnett or one or both of them might have been in it yeah. too. It was it was pretty cool. Hmm, well, I'm sure anything would have been better than that cringy Imagine. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> All the celebrities singing Imagine in there home in their giant mansion yeah i would i would rather lose the ability to hear than ever hear that song again <laughs> that version of that song again that's like that's like that and the kindle jenner like pepsi commercial are like two of the most like cringiest things out of the last like decade <laughs> yeah <laughs> but like people like put a lot of thought in and effort and coordination and like we're just totally tone deaf <laughs> yeah like what are um, you doing <laughs> By the way, playing for change. If you go to YouTube and you put the weight playing for change, yeah, the little preview you can see Marcus King. But yeah, it's got uh, Robbie Robertson, Marcus King, Ringo Starr. Uh, that's cool. Oh, they've done more of these. There's like Peace Train, Cat Stevens. That's cool. Hmm. I need to watch more of those. But yeah, I swear to God, if there's one that's imagined, I'm not going to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, John Lennon singing that song itself is already kind of a, uh, you know, <laughs> yeah, like 
it's a double sided thing. It's like most of the things he's saying, he wasn't living. So, <laughs> but it's a yeah, nice and I mean, he's just know, saying, imagine, it, yeah. right? And I'm not going to like sit here and dump on the idea of like treating everyone with respect and, and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, imagine there's no countries that that, that ain't gonna work, John. <laughs> it, it ain't gonna work, John. Um, you know, nothing to kill or die for. Literally, nothing to kill or die for. John, are you sure? Are you sure, John? <laughs> Have you imagined hard enough? <laughs> I do like the song still, though. Yeah, oh yeah, it's great. Just don't, don't ever. I don't ever want to see a frame of like Gal Gadot or Kristen Wiig like again. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Singing. Uh, is it my turn? Right. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I forget sometimes. <laughs> um, well, I guess uh, we can do a couple more really quick or something. Um, mine is oh, that's a good one. It's uh, here, let me press play so it's bigger. It's Main Man. Um, it's a cover of th- so this is a T Rex song, a Mark Bolan song, but it's it's the cover version by Father John Misty. Um. There's a tribute album that came out um, to Mark Bolin and T-Rex. Uh, I think it was a year ago or two. And it's uh, it's called the Angel-Haired Hipster, I think, or Angel-Headed Hipster, something like that. I don't know. Uh, the album has an interesting mix of people, you know, paying tribute to Bolin. But, man, this is definitely – I mean, I love, I'm a huge Father John Misty fan anyways. Um, yeah. But, man, I, and, I, and Main Man is, like, one of my favorite songs, like, out of the um, – well, it might be from 70, but, you know, one of those old rock songs. Man, I love that song. Um, you know, Portugal demanded a cover of it for that movie, uh, Dallas Buyer, Buyers Club, uh, too. Okay. Oh, yeah, I was trying to figure out where I had heard a cover of it. Yeah, that, yeah, that and theirs is great, too. But I, I, I love uh, the, this Father John version because it is, like, his style, absolutely. It's got, like, the epic like you know or it's got like the string arrangement in the background his vocal is just amazing you know it's like this very you know powerful kind of like elton john-esque or something but man i and i just i've always just loved the way this song is written um it's a beautiful song um yeah i mean even if if it was just a poem man i'd probably just really love this piece but like it's just awesome except for the line are you a frog man it's like super random (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well that's bowling man <laughs> yeah i think he lifted that directly from william butler yates so it's okay uh, <laughs> i think i think lord wordsworth first posed the question are you a frog man <laughs> um, <Are> you? <laughs> <laughs> well. oh man that is funny um Okay. All right. Okay. Next one I got is I'm on fire by Bruce Springsteen. Um, Mm. I am not a Bruce Springsteen fan. Really? Um, I, I have gotten more into Bruce Springsteen over the past couple of years. Um, I'm on fire is from, uh, born in the USA, which is 1984. Um, it's a great song and it's been covered plenty of times. Um, it's kind of funny. It came on while I was in the car one time and, uh, Mm -hmm. my wife was like, Oh, Hey, is this that blah, 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 blah song. And some like, 
electronica kind of artist had recovered had covered it and i was like no man this is bruce bruce springsteen <laughs> and she goes <laughs> she goes oh well who did it first and i'm like <laughs> that's funny yeah i was like this album was 30 years old before that person even thought about covering it um uh, i love her so much but um but yeah so uh it's a good song it does have the slightly creepy you know hey little girl is your daddy home did he go away and leave you all alone and like if you don't realize that it's a romance song it kind of sounds like a song that's about to evolve into a kidnapping but um (laughs) but as long as you keep it in mind that it is a song about romance and love and not about abduction then it is a uh yeah it's a great song and and really born in the usa except for the title track which i don't really care for born in the usa is a pretty good uh, pretty good Bruce Springsteen album. I think that um, Greetings from Asbury Park and uh, maybe Darkness on the Edge of Town. Those are probably like mm-hmm. the three Bruce Springsteen songs I will wholeheartedly endorse. And other than that, <laughs> it's a little hit or miss in, in my book. And I, I like I, I always feel bad about knocking Bruce Springsteen a little bit because he has millions upon millions of fans in New Jersey. <laughs> Um, <laughs> and then dozens around the world, but, um, no, I, I mean, obviously he's an incredibly popular guy and an incredibly prolific songwriter and has his, his causes and that kind of thing. I'm not trying to detract from any of Bruce Springsteen's accomplishments or say that he sucks cause he doesn't suck. It was just that long form kind of Americana, whatever was just never really my jam until a little bit more recently. Mm. And maybe that comes from having you know, had jobs and having to pay taxes for the last 15 years. And I'm just kind of sick of it, but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, so uh, I'm on fire. Bruce Springsteen. Nice. Nice. Yeah. I don't, I'm not, I'm not too familiar with that album because I'm just never, just can't do the Springsteen, the Springsteen man. <laughs> yeah. It, it took like, it really, and one of, one of my good friends is married to a girl from New Jersey and we used to always kind of give her a little hard time about, uh, I bet you love the boss, don't you? And then one day she was finally like, actually I hate Bruce Springsteen. I was like, what? <laughs> is that, is that <laughs> why you left New Jersey? Did they run you out? <laughs> yeah. Telling but, us uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it, it took me a long time to get into. And there's some, like like Thunder Road, I don't like. Uh, Born to Run, I think, might be the worst popular song ever written. Um, <laughs> it's just so overplayed. But anyway, uh, <laughs> but yeah, so but it's yeah, it, it took me a while. And if anyone is ever like, yeah, I freaking hate Bruce Springsteen. I'm like, yeah, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't knock him. Yeah, it's happened a couple of times where like, I'll be at my work or, or something and, and there's just a radio on or something and Springsteen comes up and like, I make eye contact with like my coworker and I'm like, he, you like Bruce? And they're like, oh, no, man. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. All right. Yeah. No, me neither, man. You know, <laughs> I, I am a like little bit of a sucker for his version of Santa Claus is coming to town. I will. Okay. Okay. <laughs> dude, that. That's hilarious because me too. That's the only uh, allowance I have of Springsteen like in my life. And and it's happened a couple of times where that has been the the catalyst of that of that conversation of bringing up like hey 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 what side of the fence are you on 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 uh, on Springsteen? And it's been the Christmas song. Like I had this one coworker like she 
um, she's a bit, she was a musician, um, and, and she sang and took music very seriously. And, um, and so I, you know, I would play music and whatever and whenever, and like, I, but I would mix it. Like I wouldn't always play the radio out and I, most of the time I would be curating it. But when it was Christmas, you know, cause we'd have customers every now and then come in or clients, whatever. Um, and I, and so I would put, I would put Christmas music in the mix. Now, of course I would keep it funky and, and fresh. You know, I would do like the Karungban music album and and shit like that but but you know i would still play some of the classics and i would always consider that one a classic even though i don't like the guy and um i play it and she's like oh i hate this song i was like oh wow really even this one <laughs> i was like this is the only one i'll give you a break i was like no, oh, dang man. all right you're you're a hardcore all right respect <laughs> no get, getting getting to absolutely scream so you better be good for goodness sake has to be one of my favorite parts of Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and it's just something about his wrath the raspy like opening i was just like oh yeah, yeah. yeah. You better, yeah. been, you better been good. Oh, it's not many. You know. Oh yeah, Christmas <laughs> yeah. morning. You you get a couple of morning bourbons in me. I will absolutely be doing a Bruce Springsteen impression. Nine thirty on my third double bourbon get of the, the day. Get the Bailey's in you. Nine thirty a.m. Like the bacon's not even done cooking yet, and I'm I'm hammered. <laughs> Very Christmas. All right. <laughs> All right. I guess I can, since you started, I can wrap this up with the mine. It's, I got a good one. Um, my shuffle is I Just Want to Celebrate by Rare Earth. Nice. Um, the the, the <laughs> white dudes on Motown. <laughs> um, yeah. But, uh, dude, I love that song, man. I, I want to cover that song at some point because I've, I've played, I definitely know it. But I just, man, I I want to do like a really awesome like version of it. Um, that's just an epic song, man. Like the the lyricism is awesome. The the it's just like it's a it's a vibe, man. It's just funky, man. And like it, I can't. You know, it's one of those songs where I just guarantee that like you you play it like you blare it over like a crowd of people like waiting, you know, to do something. And like everyone's gonna start grooving to it. Like everyone's gonna oh, at least yeah. start like tapping their foot or like you know moving to the to the music. It's just like man it just gets you it just it'll just get you <laughs> yeah and i and i love the ending i love it when it like when it like fades out or like it like slows down and they do like the little breakdown at the end like oh man it's just fucking epic like oh yeah i love it man. i love this song so much it's just the, like, it's it is funny that you mentioned that you mentioned that because like i would bet that 60 percent of the times in my life i've heard that song it's mm. been while I was like waiting in line to get a beer at a concert that hasn't started yet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it um, really takes the sting out of waiting. Um, it does not take the sting out of paying $18 for a 24 ounce <laughs> Dos Equis, but you know, that's okay. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You, you know, you know, you're getting fleeced at those things. I mean, and I, this is, I promise I'll wrap it up, but that it is, it is always <laughs> funny. All of these like, bands that sometimes rail against the evils of capitalism and i know capitalism has its faults i'm not i'm not here to just all out defend it but it is funny because you know you'll see these bands that are like hey man everyone just needs to do their part and live and let live by the way parking is three hundred dollars and beer is twenty dollars for a can you're like what <laughs> 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 How did you make to manage to make socialism a cog of the capitalism wheel? Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, we're anyway, all in but, this. But yeah, like, 
<laughs> yeah. But yeah, it is funny. Rare Earth, the the official band of waiting in line for overpriced beer. <laughs> <laughs> Man, they they have some good tracks though, you know. Um Oh like yeah, cover I've, I've liked everything ready. I've ever heard. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, and fade or whatever that song is um, that Kanye uses in, in faded. Um, yeah, yeah, man. They're 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 awesome. I feel like they're one of those groups that doesn't like get brought up. But like, anytime I hear one of their songs, I'm like, oh hell yeah! Like I feel like I rarely hear them. I, I have a few of their records, but yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a, that's a good one to end it on. I love Rare Earth. That's awesome. That's oh a yeah. Good group. Well, cool, dude. This was fun. Yeah, man. As always, shuffle roulette. See what we get. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. All right, man. A good one. Till next time. Till next time.